This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Inked and Geeked. Come on out and see us. You can party with the Inked and Geek girls at the official after parties. Also, there's going to be four days of nonstop tattooing, art, and cosplay. Over $500 in cash prizes and awards for cosplay contests. Also, Geek Goddesses, Burlesque Show with special guests and host Gothic Sushi will be there. Miss Comics and Miss Tattoo Fest Beauty Pageant on Sunday. Also, there'll be tattoo contests and awards. Celebrity horror film guests like Tony Mora, Jay LaRose, John Dugan, Robert Lasardo appearing in films such as Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Human Centipede 3, and Saw. And artists from hit TV shows like Sci-Fi's Face Off and Ink Masters. And the pro wrestler Golden Links himself, Lince Dorado from the WWE. Also, the be comic and tattoo vendors and photo ops with guests and more. Also appearing Geeked and Ink Girls, Brie Bangarang, Brianna Blackfire, Bailey Bay Cosplay, Daisy Chang Cosplay, Emily Ostrom, Ivy Cosplay, Little Ludus, Murder Doll Ivy, Rage Cosplay, Siren Croft Cosplay, Sushi Yvette, and your host, Gothic Sushi herself, Maria Saber. And that's all going down March 16th through the 19th, 2017 at the Bradington Area Convention Center. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent ya. Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Don't forget the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce and Hello, internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's loose on the loose. You know the tag team champion. We get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello. Internets, my name is uh, Johnny Womack. Of course, I got my main man Deuce live off the deathbed. Live off—that's right. You were—you were gone for a couple episodes. You yeah, weren't feeling I was well. Gone for a week, you were under dude. the weather. Yeah, I had the flu and an ear infection, and I'm still feeling a little funky. But they yeah. got me on that good shit now. They got so you it's on the good, good stuff. Yeah. So. Um, Deuce, we uh, we love to have guests with us. We and do friends with us on the happy hour, with Johnny and Deuce, and today we are very happy because. We have an amazing, talented cosplayer. Um, she's going to be an Inked and Geeked. She's also at Sci-Fi Bartow on February 18th, mm-hmm. 2017. Welcome, uh, Bailey Vay Cosplay to the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hi, thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, Bailey, I wanted to ask you because you're actually trying from Grove Roots, which is one of our amazing sponsors and our official beer sponsor in the show. Yes. You're having the Whoopsie Daisy which is an American version of Rind and Shine with a 5.4 alcohol content by volume. Well, what's your thoughts on the beer? 
It's really, really good. And yeah. I'm not just saying that. Um, I normally go for, like, the darker, like, hoppier beers. Yeah, I like really, the IPAs and stuff. I really okay. love Guinness. And yeah. oh, this okay. is the complete yeah. opposite of that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it's still – it's really, really good. I there's there's a lot of, like, fruity notes in it. I think what I'm going to have you try next in is what me and Johnny are drinking, which is the 6 a.m. Pickers, yeah. which is the breakfast out, which is a 6.6, because it's really dark. Yes. And it's got a good, rich flavor to it. Um. Which actually brings me to something I wanted to bring up that I talked to Joe about. Because we sure. talked about this in our last episode, the nitrous. Yeah. Because normally it's on nitrous when you get the 6 a.m. pickers. But this one I got is not on nitrous because he put it in the growler. Yeah. Because the cool thing is when you go to uh, Grove Roots, any beer you get, he can actually put the nitrous on. But I said, well, explain it to me. And he said, basically, if he adds nitro to any of the beers, it makes them a little silkier and creamier and it smooths it out but he can't do it in a growler and the reason is the nitrous self dissipates and it makes it go flat so basically he said like if i put in a growler that growler would be flat in 24 hours now if i put it like in your pint while you're drinking it you're gonna drink it within like an hour so it's not a big deal but he's like if if i put it in your growler it'd be dead by morning so he's like that kind of defeats yeah, no the bueno. purpose yeah nope. no bueno <laughs> say, unless you're planning on drinking a growler in a night which that's true <laughs> people probably do it yeah, uh, you've probably done it before yeah, it's easy it's only four beers <laughs> yeah i mean well it's four pints because they're 16 ounces but so i mean it's not it's not crazy the other uh the beer i wanted to mention that we had this evening was the Seven Saddle Beers, which I call rootin' tootin' shootin' good beer. And it's a 5.9%, and it's a Vienna lager, and it's really smooth, and I've really been enjoying it. Uh, he's got uh, two bands a week starting, and also this coming up Sunday, he's got a band coming, and it is called Southern Dippity, and they'll be there from 2 to 5 this Sunday the 29th. Oh, so it's a play on words to, of serendipity. Yeah, I like that. I, yeah, okay. I really like cool. it too. Nice. And I actually talked to the guy today because I'm going to try and help him like promote this to, you know, to help out Joe and Grover sure. and stuff. But, um, it's it's it looks like it's going to be a fun event. And of course, it's always family friendly there. So bring your kids and you bring your pets, which is awesome. Um, so it's going to be two to five on the 29th, which is this uh, Sunday. So it's Sunday fun day with Southern Dippity. So you want to check that out. Southern Dippity. Um, yeah, Southern Dippity. Did I say it wrong? <laughs> you said it's Serendipity. Oh, Southern Dippity. I think I screwed you up a little uh, bit. Well, it's, it's okay. You, you probably got that on my brain. Yep. But uh, I'll just go check out Joe. We love him to death down at Grove Roots. You mm-hmm. can check him out online at facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and yep. Grove Roots.com. Um, also, they've got food nights every night of the week now because what they've been doing on Wednesday, the guy who does a steak night, Catering Oasis, is doing a seafood night now on Wednesdays and he's got some really really good seafood and if you go on our happy hour Facebook page facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show I've been sharing the menu yes you have so yeah, you can looks see really it. Good. and actually it's got the prices too which is really really cool yeah, you so prepare, you can kind of yeah, like plan ahead of time plan ahead of time so you know what's going down mm-hmm. um, but definitely go check him out um, he's got food trucks every night now uh, don't forget to go there and get your growlers filled because I've been preaching the gospel of the uh, growlers for a while and also he's got a band's two nights a week now so it's and more don't than forget just the, the, the snack he's gonna have yeah, the snacks the snack there. fridge is coming back yep. and he restocked all of his popcorn because that's oh, what i so noticed good. on tuesday yep. he got all the popcorns back yeah. which i know that you guys love so yeah really, so really check really them good. out so definitely check it out grove yeah. roots brewing 
yeah. com. So and we'll definitely it. have to get you the six AM pickers for your next. Yes, so you can get it's a different different flavor. A little yeah, different. change it up a little bit, yep. especially because you're like me. Like I'm a Guinness drinker. I'm an IPA yes. drinker. Like I like the darker beers, and I really enjoy this. Which is funny because I'm not a coffee fan. Like I drink coffee, but I don't love because there's those people that like love they have coffee, like the Keurigs and all that. Yeah, yeah that's like, me. That's yeah. you. Totally okay, me. so okay. then you probably then like you're it. probably gonna love it. It's yeah. probably gonna yeah. be your yeah. new favorite thing ever. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, definitely want to get your thoughts on that. But speaking of that, we want to know how you got into this, all this cosplay craziness. Um, that, that's a good question. Um, honestly, about, I'd say two, two and a half years ago, I had no idea what cosplay was. Like, I'd never even heard of the word before. I was like, okay, what is this? I basically um, was brought to Tampa Bay Comic Con in 2015. That was my first convention ever. Okay. And I I'd heard of Comic Cons before, but like I thought like San Diego Comic Con, I thought that was the only one. Yeah. I was like, that's it. Like yeah. it's not like an international type thing. And I was told by my friends who I went with, they were like, yeah, you know, people make costumes and stuff like that. Like, you you should do that. And I'd always, like, made costumes. I've done theater and stuff like that. I just didn't know that what I was doing was cosplay. Yeah. Sure. So I put together, like, this really, really sad Laura Croft cosplay. It was, like, a ponytail and, like, some, like, boots and, like, some, like, tan jeans. And I was the um, Tomb Raider from the 2013 yeah, uh, game. Oh, yeah. really good game, yeah. by the way. I awesome. love that game. Yeah. And like, people were like, "What are you cosplaying?" And I'm just like, "Uh, Laura Croft." <laughs> <laughs> but that that was like my first cosplay ever. And going to Tampa Bay Comic Con for the first time, I was just like overwhelmed. It was so like awesome, and I yeah. had no idea that the universe of cosplay was even a thing. Yeah. And then as soon as I got home that night, I started like looking it up and like googling everything about cosplay, and I was like, "Okay, I have to do this." Yeah. And then I remember. Um, like the following January, I had started working on my first like actual cosplay. I consider it because people could actually tell I was in cosplay. Was my first version of Poison Ivy, and I wore that okay. to um, MegaCon, and then I just kind of let it consume that's my life. That's one in your banner picture on the top, right on on your cosplay that page. That is my second version. The first okay. one is the green one, right? The or is that the? I have that's the one that's on her banner picture. That's the one. She's got the green. Face yeah, with the green and all that. Yeah, that I have cool. a really really old one that I wore to Sci-Fi Bartow last year. Okay. And that was like my first cosplay, like the uh, the first version of Poison Ivy, and I don't have any like face paint like in that yeah. one and that was actually the last time i ever wore that because like after that it just like fell apart oh, really? and i was oh, like okay gotcha. this is done and then this past tampa bay comic con i was like okay i'll do another one why not sure. yeah so what the one we shared uh from that your instagram like is fall version is, of poison ivy. yeah that's yeah. my autumn poison ivy yeah, yeah. that one is really really cool yeah i, like yeah. That I one made that in literally a day wow. <laughs> and he was there with me like that's throughout awesome. the whole thing <laughs> yeah that's awesome um but yeah, so it's interesting too because like when you go to something like a you know Tampa Comic Con, first you're just like overwhelmed by all these people that kind of have everyone's sitting to share their geekdom, right? Everyone's like, hey, I love video games, I love comic books, I love movies, I love television, and then you see people. That's one thing when Deuce, Deuce and I started doing this uh, cosplay is like, man, there's a huge cosplay community there, and like yeah. that's one thing we wanted to do is champion cosplayers because cosplayers put so much time and effort into what they do and like and it's craft, yeah. and it, yeah it's like a, it's a work of art you know and we and we kind of got i don't remember who our first cosplayer was but we got into the cosplay we started like just say hey you want to be on the show and they're like yeah and then they told their friends and then they told their friends and then we became good friends with maria saber you know gothic sushi yeah. uh and, and then she knows a bunch of cosplayers and then she told her friend well, and just like and a snowball Anna effect and all those yeah it's cool, yeah. it's awesome i mean it's so it's really cool because like what we love to do is pretty much local 
art either if you're a writer if you're obviously we're hanging local art in our, our studio as yeah, well like we love artists else, yeah. novelists we've had writers in here we've had I mean just comic different book comic book writers Chuck Dixon yeah. the Batman writer um, yeah. the uh, the guy who created Bane we had him yeah. on the show at Sci-Fi Barto uh, last year uh, really great guy um, and then of course we've had uh, Lindsay Dorado wrestler on we've yeah. had uh, Steamboat uh uh, tugboat, tug um, and uh, he was on uh, before as well. So we, you know, we 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 kind of go all over the spectrum when it comes to nerddom. You know, the things that you love, and uh, we wanted to have you on, and you know, to promote a bunch of things as well, and just to kind of see how you know, like Du said, because when you went to your first, ex- you know, first experience, like you see, you kind of get to see like what's popular at the time. You know, like I remember. Oh yeah, yeah. it's really like a you can test the water test, to yeah, like yeah. what's big at yeah. the time because like. I think the last time me and you went to MegaCon, which is when we had the uh, King of the Nerds cast with us. Yes. When they were From staying at my house. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was all Attack on Titan. It was yeah, like Attack on Titan. crazy. Yeah. of Attack on Titan. Yeah, like it was I, crazy. Nothing else fucking existed but right. Attack on Titan right. at that MegaCon. Right. So, like, you can always kind of tell, like, what's on the tip of the tongue of everybody pop culture-wise. When I first, when my very first convention, uh, was my wife and I, we were, we were dating, and it was back in 2003, we went to MegaCon. And back then, uh, Full Metal Alchemist was huge. Like the original series, I don't know if you've seen Full Metal Alchemist at all. It's an anime, uh, huge. And so we, we we were we were just like, all right, we'll just put wigs on, and you know, we didn't do anything. We just put wigs on, and we went, and it was it was fun because it was like you feel like you're the only one that likes this thing, yeah. and then all of a sudden you see like. 20, 30 of the people that are like that like what you like. You're like, oh my god. You're like family instantly. You're like come over like, oh, you know, and you call each other by the character name. Yeah. It's really, really neat yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, there's so many different conventions. Every like major town now has a convention. Even yeah. MegaCon has a, a a Orlando and a Tampa yeah, one they, now. They, they've they've got a franchise now. They're yep. like, oh, we got to go out to uh um, we've got to go over to Tampa and like get right. franchise rights over there. So we can do it over there, but I think if you're gonna start like with one of the bigger cons, I, I've never been, but from Johnny's experience and everybody's I've heard, I've heard Tampa Bay Comic Con's mm-hmm. like the best one. To, yeah, like, and it's like so your starter yeah. convention because MegaCon's gotten a little too damn big. Yeah, MegaCon is really, really, really packed, and it's yeah. it's four days now. And MegaCon's like a, a small city. Now. It is. It, <laughs> it, it's, it was. it's a small yeah. city, but it also feels to me like big time business. Yeah, and it just doesn't have that that love and that the feel. Intimate that Feel, had, yeah. like four or five years ago because right. it used to be really intimate and it felt like it was about the fans but now yeah. I feel like it's all about the money yeah. if that makes any sense so how did you learn like because obviously you, you have different people you probably ran into and you meet up with but like how do you like when you get an idea for a cosplay like how does that work in your brain do you, you draw it out do you ty- do you do something in like Photoshop like how do you how do you kind of <laughs> come up with an idea and then and it comes to fruition how does that work it would probably make a lot of sense if I did those things. Okay. <laughs> um, I recently, actually, like a few days ago, sketched out, like, for the first time ever, an idea for a cosplay that I have. Okay. So, basically, in the past, before that, basically, like, if I just have an idea for a cosplay, I just have an image in my mind for it, and I just take what I already have and just start piecing things together that way. I can't draw. <laughs> so, that doesn't really help me that much, but... um. I mean, honestly, I'm the type of person where I just, I work, like, very, like, on an impulse. I'll have, like, a list of cosplays. Like, I'll have ten cosplays. Like, okay, I'm going to do these. And then the next day, I'll be like, you know what? Actually, I want to do this one instead. And it's just like, where did that come from? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> now, do you sew? Um, I am learning currently. 
um, is kind of funny that you bring that up because about a week ago, um, I was gifted a new sewing machine for Christmas. Oh, awesome. And I tried to use it about a week ago, and I was actually live streaming on Facebook, and, like, all my friends and family were watching me. And I was just, like, cursing up a storm, like, trying not to have a stroke. And it's just so complicated. Yeah, it's not easy. And what is your Facebook, by the way, for the fans at home? Go Um, check you out. It's facebook.com slash Cosplay. Okay, and that's... uh, B A I L E Y V E A cosplay. Yep. Yes. Yes. Okay. So go to that. Give her some love. Give her the like, and uh, go check out because you do like the Facebook Live videos are really cool. You can go there and, and uh, yeah, just be I like, do hey. a lot of Facebook Live. Yeah. Um, I post like a lot on YouTube as well. My YouTube uh, YouTube.com/slash Bailey Vay. Um, me and my boyfriend Joe, we go to like conventions and we'll do like convention vlogs. Oh, cool! And it's like basically when I also guest at conventions, we'll be like vlogging that too, so you can get like a behind the scenes look on everything like that. So That's it's awesome. a lot of fun. That's cool. So definitely go check out. And what's the YouTube? Is it use just Bailey Bay? Bailey Bay. Okay, so Bailey Bay for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you also have check us out this week because on Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast Show, we're actually having Bailey Bay Cosplay Week this yep. week. So what we're doing is actually because this episode's dropping Tuesday next week which will be this week for you guys at home listening, and Friday. So each day next week we're going to drop, like, a picture of your cosplays oh, cool. to kind of, like, promote you, like, all week long right. as it being Bailey Cosplay Week on Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Oh, yeah, that's, so that's awesome. Kind of Thank you. Yeah, kind of like what we no did worries. with the Instagram. and Because yeah. Instagram's cool because you can repost. I learned yeah. how to do that, like, a few weeks ago where you can actually go and repost. Yeah, I got, still like, don't know how to do that. <laughs> there for a hot minute. Yeah. he was like, repost, 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 repost. And I'm like, Johnny, we got it. You yeah. like it. Let's go. Yeah. So it's cool because, like, you can – take someone else's like picture but instead of like like taking it as your own you can actually put their uh instagram on the bottom so it yeah. shows that you're you're taking that photo from someone else's instagram then they can yeah. go check out that instagram and it's cool to it's kind of a way to show support for somebody but it also lets you add your own words to it like today one today yep. like let you just say like you hey know, we're having hey, bailey bay cosplay in the studio and all this stuff studio tonight but also it takes all of your words too and your hashtags so people can go check you out on your page which and then of course instagram's cool because you can once you have an instagram account you can shoot it out to tumblr and facebook and twitter and all that which is what is instagram is you know, known for really, but now Instagram's kind of getting into the whole Snapchat world. Like they're doing the yeah. whole videos thing now, and you could do like stories and all that. So they're really kind of like taking things from all the different social media, and you can kind of putting them together. You can do a live videos as well, and yeah. all that stuff. I so. definitely think in, like Instagram's a lot easier to like market yourself through now than Facebook. It's it's definitely a lot easier for me at least because I mean with Facebook you literally have to pay money to have your content seen. Yeah. Right. And Instagram you can just hashtag the hell out of it and people mm-hmm. will still see it for free. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I love is like hashtags like are your best friend because especially if you're doing something uh like Suicide Squad, say Suicide Squad comes out and you do like everyone's doing a Harley Quinn now, right? Yeah. So so if you're doing a Harley Quinn, you hashtag that, you hashtag, you know, the um, uh, was it Margot Robbie? Hashtag her, hashtag Joker, hashtag. And then people are uh, literally searching for these things yeah. on, you know, social media. And then they'll see your picture will come up because we knew it. We know this works because we, we have listeners from Brazil. Like we, we don't we've never Germany, marketed to Brazil yeah. and Germany and Russia, but we'll go on SoundCloud and we'll see all the analytics. And it'll say like 20 people from Brazil listen to this episode this week. And we're like, that's cool because people yeah. are searching that's for this so stuff. Awesome, yeah. So uh, like when we did the um, uh we did one for when Sir, uh, Satoru Wada passed away last year, the uh, the CEO of Nintendo. Like, we got people from all over the spectrum, people from Indonesia, people from China and Japan. Like, everyone was listening to that episode. It was really cool because you can go to the exact city, too. You can break it down by country and by city. It, it's just really fascinating to see all these, like, analytics that you, you have access to that before you had no idea who was listening to what you're doing. But now, because of, you know, 
the hashtags, you can be within seconds. You know, yeah. I mean, good and bad things can happen too. Like yeah. you know, you see that's what I'm saying. Like you want to put stuff in there that's that's like you know that's um, uh, current, you know, topical yeah. because like that that you know m- most people are probably searching for these things and you know like Batman vs Superman, Justice League, whatever right. is coming out, people are gonna search for that. Like right now, the popular thing is Nintendo Switch, but we'll get yeah. into a uh, later episode. But like if you like when we were uh, going through, we did a I screen capped like 87 screenshots from the the direct from Nintendo Switch, and so like I I picked my favorites and made like a montage for Breath of the Wild and all that, and all I do was just hashtag all that stuff and people. We're just finding the uh, the picture from that, so it's fascinating to see uh, how that works. You know, growing that community and and then like you have like three thousand people following you, like that's crazy. Yeah, that's I think insane. it's like thirty three hundred now. I think that's crazy, which is yeah. absolutely insane yeah. because I remember like a year ago. Right now, I had probably like two hundred, if that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was it was pretty crazy. Um, I actually remember me and my boyfriend. We were in Walmart like the day before my birthday last year, and. I randomly out of nowhere got like my first like thousand followers and like he he started like recording me in Walmart I was just like oh my gosh like I probably looked like I I looked like a crazy person but I was like this is awesome yeah it it, it feels great it's rewarding because you know you have people out there that you know love what you do they they respect what you do and it's it's awesome to kind of get that instant feedback you know I think that's what's great about social media uh so so you did. You did. You went to Tampa Comic Con in 2015, and then what happened after that? You fell in love with it. You were like, "Oh my gosh, I have to keep doing this." Like, what was the next thing? The next big thing you were doing after that? Like, what was your your next cosplay or your next series of cosplays you went on to do after that? Um, honestly, a big thing for me. Um, I've always been like really, really into video games. Oh, I was um, gonna ask you what your you know what your uh, passions are. Yeah, and um, I was. Obviously, I just finished playing the 2013 uh, Tomb Raider game, which is why that was, like, my first actual cosplay. But then, like, after going to Tampa Bay Comic Con, like, I saw a lot of video game cosplays, but, like, I was, like, totally a noob. So I was, like, I think that's a little bit out of, like, my skill set right now. But I did also see a lot of, like, comic cosplayers. And, like, I wasn't really, like, into comics as much as I am, like, at that point. I, I had always, like, been kind of into him, like, Batman, you know. I love Black Widow. Like, she's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just, like, really got into, like, doing, like, a lot of comic cosplays because just for me, they were more accessible. They were easier. Sure. Um, and then I started, I, I did my, um, the Green Poison Ivy, which I wore at Megacon and then again at Sci-Fi Bartow. Um, I did the Black Widow. I did the Autumn Poison Ivy. Uh, Psylocke. I have that now, too. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Black Canary. Um, and I just, I recently, like, I have, like, kind of, like, a base list of, like, all right, I want to do all these, and then, like, I'll just knock these out, and then maybe I'll go back a year later, and I'll be like, oh, I like that cosplay, but I kind of want to see if I could do it better now. Tweak it a little bit, yeah. And that's, that's why I keep cosplaying Poison Ivy, because I keep having ideas for Poison Ivy. Um, and so that's basically, like, I don't know, I've just been, like, really into comic cosplays since then, um. One hard thing for me, though, to get into the cosplay community, coming into it like such like a newbie, and I had, as I said, no idea what cosplay even was. It was hard to find conventions to go to, and I know that sounds like really weird because I feel like now there's like a convention every other week, yeah. and there really is. Right. But um, like just being taken to Tampa Bay Comic Con, and then all of a sudden like opening up to this world, I'm like, okay, how do I get more? How do I, you know, go to this convention and this one and 
thankfully I did have a few friends that were into it, but I didn't know that they were. So they were like, yeah. Hey, I saw you went to this convention, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, they were like, Oh, come with me to this one, to this one. And then finally I was just like, okay, like basically you just, you had to have friends to go to these things. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, and that's, what's cool about going to conventions too, with your friends. Cause like you, you, you're all like having a good time and everything, but you're also like, if, if especially if you're going in and learning, you know, learning a trade, learning something, if you're an artist, you kind of pick up ideas from other people. You're like, oh, I see what they did there. That's cool what they did. I want to yeah. try that on my own stuff. And, like, it's kind of cool. To, you're there to have fun, but you're also there to learn and scout, you know, different yeah. techniques too, which is which is really neat, you know, to be able to do that. Uh, how did you end up meeting uh, with uh, Gothic Sushi, Maria Saber? How did you meet her? Um, I actually saw her for the first time um, last year at Sci-Fi Bartow. Yeah. Awesome event, Sci-Fi Bartow. She was with us there. Yep. Uh, at the, well, I mean, not with us, but I mean, like, she did the show and her boyfriend was there and hung right. out with us because we The main man, Malkin, yeah. from the Ronin Wrestling. We've so. known her for a couple years yep. now. Yeah, she's uh, awesome. She's a huge supporter. She she loves yeah. social media, too. Like, she she she's just shares the wealth, media. shares like, the joy. i social media yep. question nine times out of ten. That's the person yeah. I'm asking. But like, she's great about sharing the wealth, sharing the love. Yeah. Like, she'll be like, oh, she'll retweet. She'll, she'll do all that yeah. stuff and be like, hey, check this person out. Yep, you're on deck. <laughs> But no, but that's the really cool thing about her. And I think the one thing I love about Maria so much is like she's big now. Like she's big, big. Yeah. And it, but oh she God. doesn't have the – she doesn't have a big head at all, if that makes any sense. Like she's super down to earth, just really chill, really cool, just so loving. She's got such a big heart. And that's why like I'm really excited about going to Inked and Geeked as the official podcast because, you know, I know she'll be there and she'll take care of me and, and it'll be a fun time. And plus, we've done a lot of conventions now as the official podcast, but it's got to be exciting for you because you've got Sci-Fi Bartow, your official uh, cosplay guest. You're an official Inked and Geeked girl at Inked and Geeked. And this is that'll be what your second or third official convention is this a cosplay guest or am I? I I think that's like my third or fourth. Third or fourth? Yeah. yeah. It's it's pretty surreal, honestly. Yeah. As I said, um, about a year ago, I had like 200 followers on Instagram, yeah. um, probably 70 likes on Facebook on a good day. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it, it's actually absolutely insane, and I don't I don't know where it came from. Like yeah. all the support for my cosplays, I have no idea. But it's just crazy i guessed it at i think it was like three conventions last year and that was my first nice. year taking myself seriously as a cosplayer yeah. like at all and people like ask me like oh how long have you been into this and i'm just like oh, about a year year and a half they're like wait what yeah and i'm like yeah i i kind of still don't know what i'm doing but it's fun yeah <laughs> and i think that that's the cool thing about it because like you can have a good time and i've got to say at least knock on wood from rn like the cosplay community has been really inviting and everybody's been like super cool and laid back and just it, we haven't run into any kind of like animosity or or anything like that which has been awesome and like i said that's one of the reasons we wanted to have you on the show is we just like supporting local artists of any kind and especially our hearts with the cosplay community because they're with us at the cons all the time and those are the people we run into like you know maria saber and danica marie and all the other cosplayers like those are the people we see all the time so those are the people we wanted to help out, but I did want to ask, can you give us a sneak peek at what you think you may be doing for Sci-Fi Bartow or Inked and Geeked? 
Or have you not even thought that far ahead yet? Um, I have thought that far yet. Um, actually, my Patreons know everything. Okay. But for Sci-Fi Bartow, I will say that I am working on a very special cosplay of Harley Quinn. Oh, nice, nice. That'll be my first like actual Harley Quinn cosplay, so I'm pretty excited for it. Well, that'll be good. And you're also the big thing is you're gonna have a table at, at Sci-Fi Bartow because you said you're gonna have like your prints on sale. Yeah. And you're going to be doing, like, meet and greets and autograph signings and stuff. So, if guys, if you haven't met her in person, you need to come out to Sci-Fi Barto and do that. It's going to be a lot of fun here in February. It's right around the corner. So, you're definitely going to want to come out and do that. Um, so, the Geeked, Inked and Geeked, I swear I'm going to get right, <laughs> one is kind of safeguarded right now. You don't you don't want to let the cat out of the bag on that one just yet? Um, Actually, I... Honestly, I have no idea what I'm really bringing to Inked and Geeked. Yeah. Um, I've been working on a black cat cosplay for, okay. it feels like, a millennia now. Like, I have everything done for it, except, like, the fur, like, trim for the suit. I'm right. so picky and particular about what I want. I yeah. can't find a good one yet. But hopefully I do, um, I, I will have my black cat cosplay completed for that. Nice. Um, I might bring my new Harley Quinn cosplay to Sci-Fi Barto. I mean, um, from Sci-Fi Barto there. Yeah, from Sci-Fi Barto to Inked yeah. and Geeked, and I'm actually working on um, like an Evolution cosplay. Ooh, nice. So I might be bringing that to Ink and Geeked as well. Well, see, that's the one. It, I mean, if I was in your shoes, I'd be the most worried about because you've got three different days you got to cosplay. Plus Friday night, you've got the Inked and Geeked leveled up party yeah. after party. So you got to have another costume for that, and then. I'm not sure if there's an a I'm sure there is some sort of after party Saturday night. So like you gotta have like five different cosplays. Yeah. So I'd be I At mean, minimum, I don't know. Yeah. I, I if I were you, I'd be a little scared. <laughs> I'd be like, This is crazy because I have to have five it bare minimum five ready to go, if not like seven or six. So I've yeah, got some backups. I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I I'm yeah. honestly not really nervous about it. I'm just still kind of like shocked that I'm like even a part of it. Yeah. Honestly, because I said I'm so new to this and it's just taking well, you off. You came in second place in the contest. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Con yeah. Congrats, by the way. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Awesome. There was what, like a dozen of you and you came in second. So yeah. that was a pretty big deal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was, there was some, <coughs> not the name drop, but there were some names in that competition that she beat There was out, a lot of people and there. And I was like, oh so. shit. Like, you know, <laughs> so, like she knocked out that some That had to make you feel good, too. So, It'll yeah. give you some confidence boost because, you know, that's the thing is like once you get recognized or acknowledged for something, it does kind of build that confidence and oh, makes you want to sure. you know continue on to you know it's good to see the the affirmations if you will you know yeah, when you do something sure. same thing with us like we you know we cosplay and do our thing and then all of a sudden like you know we're the number one listen to uh podcast in polk county yeah. which is cool for polk county so yeah. yay polk county listeners uh but we're like branching off and doing different things as well but we like we, like sci-fi bartow was like the first role like convention that kind of like we did ourselves because like yeah. that was the thing where we went and we were like oh my gosh this is huge i mean there's yeah. so many people that come to and this it thing. was fun to be like on the other end of it cause, yeah you know before you'd gone to conventions it's just like oh i'm a person paying for a ticket mm -hmm. but when you're like the official podcast and like you're working for the convention right and you're like one of their official guests that they're promoting and stuff it's like it's a totally new shoe you're putting on if that makes any sense so yeah. it's like it kind of takes you back a little bit, but it also kind of makes you proud at the same time because yeah. you're like, well, we've made it this far that, you know, now we're one of, like, the celebrity guests, if you will, that's yeah. here at the convention, too. So. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Just that we love meeting people, and we love learning, too, because, like, yeah. 
every time we talk to any sort of artist or something or like we all everyone comes from different walks of life everyone gets started differently yeah. and everyone goes to different things everyone has different fandoms too like some people are huge like huge in a comic book some people are big in a video game some people are love like anime. myself they love Star Wars like you know or professional wrestling and like people like have their little niches that they love and it's cool to kind of like you know, let that uh, geek flag fly, you know, let that nerd yeah. flag fly. And it's cool to kind of wear it on your sleeve, literally wear it on your sleeves, yeah. you know, for the day. And, and people come in and recognize that. And, you know, to win an award is really, really cool. And so it's it's awesome to kind of see that and see how much, especially like Sci-Fi Bartow, because Bartow, yeah. you know, it's you know, it's not a huge town, right? No, I mean, it's got I, the courthouse. I call it like our hometown con. Yeah. like Winter Haven doesn't have a con. No. And Haines City doesn't have a con. No. But like, so Bartow is kind of like our hometown yeah. convention. And like, I love it because it's all like the locals and it's all people we know. But it's also people that, you know, we hang out with and we run into on a daily basis. But it's also nice to see like our con friends that yep. like only come out like for those kind of things, you know, like cosplay crazies right. and uh Galvin and his wife that come yeah, out. Thomas and stuff. Galvin. Thomas yeah. Galvin, yeah, and his yeah. wife, and like some of the other like cosplay people that we run into. That you know, we just don't normally get to see it on a day to day basis. Not that we didn't wish we could, but you know, life gets crazy. Um, but it's fun to like go to those events and kind of see them and be able to kind of geek out of like the new costumes you made yeah. or like the new kind of things you're doing. Yeah, it's just really catching cool. up. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And so you're going. Um, to, so Sci Fi Barto, you have how many? Um, one cosplay set up for that. The Harley Quinn. She's doing a very Oh, you already know which one it is. Okay, yeah, cool. She, yeah, yeah, she said uh, she's doing the Harley Quinn now. Now, how do they find you on Patreon? Because I got some questions for you yes, about that. Yes, you have a Patreon page, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's actually just patreon.com slash Cosplay, just like my Facebook. Okay. I don't really get too creative with that. Oh, well, that, <laughs> that's It makes it smart. easy it to find. Yeah. You just Google, you can Google yeah. Bailey Vay Cosplay, and then all these things pop up. And I'll just, like, bombard your internet. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. So, yeah, Patreon. Tell us about that. Um, it's actually really, really, like, successful and awesome, and that's not really something I expected. Um, I started it a few months ago, and I've just gotten, like, a lot of overwhelming support on Patreon, and it's because of Patreon that I've actually been able to do a lot of my cosplays, because, um, I'm a full-time student, so I can't really work full-time, <laughs> so, um, Patreon is, is really awesome, and the thing about Patreon is, is I can choose what exclusive content they get to see. You don't have to pledge to Patreon. You don't, you don't have to do any of that. But it's for the people who really honestly want to see, you know, the, the construction aspect of my cosplays, um, sneak peeks, special photo sets, stuff like that. If they are like a awesome, like dedicated fan and they want to see that, they can choose to. But you don't have to because I'm still going to post everywhere it's so. like getting the dvd bonus features you know of a yeah. movie that exactly. you really love yeah yeah that's really cool speaking of things we love uh we love our sponsors and we're gonna take a small break and we'll be right back with the happy hour with johnny and deuce this episode of the happy hour with johnny and deuce is brought to you by sci-fi barto brought to you by main street barto and of course by the host Lori and, and sean serdinsky and of course, it's going to be Saturday, February 18th from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. in the beautiful downtown of Bartow, Florida. And of course, you've got special guest Scott Finster is going to be headliner, Rusty Harrell, which is a Star Trek expert, Joel D. Winecoop, our good friend, and a Jedi Knight Training Academy. Also, the 501st will be there in full force. You don't want to miss that. There's going to be 100 science fiction vendors 
live. Also, if you want to be a vendor, don't forget to go and check them out on Facebook at Sci-Fi Barto if you're interested in being a vendor this year. Also, there'll be music, there'll be two costume contests, and there'll be a television-themed car show, which is over two blocks, including Knight Rider, Dukes of Hazard, General Lee, the Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit, and the Pizza Delivery Truck from Toy Story. And of course, because this is... Super Sci-Fi Barto. There'll be lots of superhero-themed motorcycles, and there will be a prize for the car show. Also, the Game Master Nick will be hosting television-themed game shows during the day, and there will be discussions all day and panels, including Doctor Who and secret celebrity guests showing up from 11 a.m. till 8.30. Also, at the end of the night, they'll be showing Avengers on a two-story movie wall. You don't want to miss it. And also, if you want to bring the kids, it's a great event for the family. There's kids' activities, including bounce houses and rock'em, sock'em robots. And all the downtown businesses will be opening, selling delicious food, everything from coffee to sandwiches. You don't want to miss it. Who else is going to be there, Johnny? We're going to have Maria Saber of Gothic Sushi. We're going to have Michael Carey of Michael Carey's Fine Art, as well as Josh Bauer of JB Designs and AJ Productions. Come and see your boys at Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce live at Super Sci-Fi Barto 2017. Don't miss it, and it's totally free! This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... RetroGameTreasure.com Get real retro games for the old school consoles you love delivered to your door every month. They have consoles like the NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, PlayStation 1, Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, and more. Tell them the type of games you like and what games you already own so you don't get duplicates. You even get a wish list. It's not a rental service. And best yet, you keep the games. Use promo code HAPPYHOUR and save $2 off your first month. Learn more at RetroGameTreasure.com and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And definitely you want to check out our good friend Michael Carey Art. That's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Carey, C-A-R-E-Y, art.com. He, check him out. He's got amazing art and prints. He also does amazing commissions, and he's going to be at Sci-Fi Bartow as well. Also, you can check him out at facebook.com forward slash michaelcarey.art. Also, speaking of Sci-Fi Bartow, Agiot Productions is going to be there live at a sci-fi bartow and they're perfect for parties weddings bar mitzvahs quinceaneras also keep an eye out for their upcoming film the corridor you can find them at facebook.com forward slash agit a-g-i-a-t-t productions llc and like i said they're going to be at sci-fi bartow taking pictures doing all kinds of cool crazy stuff and also our boy jb designs is going to be there at sci-fi bartow which is one of only two shows he's doing this year the other one's going to be Tampa Bay Comic Con. Also, check out, he's got two different fairy series going on right now, which is kind of his new jam. Um, and you definitely want to check that out. Uh, and you can find him on social media at Josh, J-O-S-H, Bauer, B-A-U-E-R, 
artist, A-R-T-I-S-T dot com. And you can find it at facebook.com forward slash JB Designs. And that's with a Z, D-E-Z-I-G-N-S. So check them out. And all three of them are going to be at Sci-Fi Bartow, which is going to be a lot of fun. Um, and Bailey, of course, is going to be there along with us. It's going to be so, an awesome event. Yeah. We're really, really excited. So I wanted to ask you, um, I know you, you, I don't know how much of a surprise you want to make. Uh, what Do you know what type of uh, Harley Quinn you're doing for uh, yes. Sci-Fi Bartow? Yeah. Um, can you I, talk about it? I will say okay. that it's definitely from the comic books. And oh, it's okay. not one that you see very often. Oh, okay. It's going to be That's a exciting. more... Um, flirty, feminine side of Harley Quinn. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, because she was telling us uh, what she did is for her Patreon subscribers, they got a sneak peek at the costume, Oh, that's, correct? that's cool. So, oh, yeah. like, if you were a Patreon per subscriber, you'd already know and have seen the costume, or at least sneak It's one of the perks. The that's awesome. Yeah. You get to know in advance what's... Well, I think yeah. the Patreon's cool. Like, if you're really into a cosplay artist, like, if you really like their stuff, I think it's cool because you kind of get it behind the scenes and you can kind of mm -hmm. see some of sure. the stuff. And then also they have different photo shoots that they may not want to post everywhere, so you kind of get to see that little photo shoot sure. on Patreon, which, cool. which yeah. I think is cool. Um, and I definitely think it's got a lot of pluses because I'm going to be the first person to admit it. I was the biggest poo-pooer of Patreon when it came up. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is people just want to hand out. This is, but now that I've actually seen it and how it works, right. I'm like, this is a brilliant idea because it brings the fans and the artists together and it makes a way that they can help each other out because it sure. helps artists out because of course they're getting the money which in turn they can put into new cosplays and like you said yourself you're a student you can't work all the time if you're a full-time student so it kind of helps you in that regard but it also helps us out of fans because i've seen a lot of cosplay artists go by the wayside just because of lack of funds but if they knew they could do patreon and help out i think you know that exactly. might not happen and like as i said patreon's like also really awesome because I mean, you don't have to pledge to it. That That's the thing. Like, it's not a matter of if you're not pledging to this person, you know, you're never going to, like, see their art again or anything. Like, yeah. you're just going to see maybe, you know, how they make it. You're going to see, you know, exclusive behind-the-scenes uh, videos, whether it be from photo shoots, um, interviews with that person, yeah. um, like, just even, like, travel vlogs, like, that's to cool. and from yeah. the conventions that they go to. I know yeah. my Patreons, um, I send out monthly prints to them, like, signed. I send out letters. That's awesome. Um, they get exclusive like live streams um, to hang out with me, Google Plus Hangouts. We do. Um, I actually, um, for like my cosplays, each one that I do, I'll like type up a detailed like tutorial on how I made my costume. Like piece by piece. Yeah, like pictures and everything. And my patrons will get um, a, like sneak peek, like cause test videos, like of me just like seeing how it looks when I put it all together and stuff like that. And it's just really awesome because as I said, you don't have to do it, but if you do, you're going to get so much more content and it's just, it's really awesome. Now, if you sign up for Patreon, but like say I sign up for your Patreon page, but I don't want to be like a paying Patreon member. Is there like certain things I can see and then once I get past the paywall I can see more is that kind of how it works basically um there okay. there's a few um different options that um the creators can um sign up for like their page okay. like um you can either do it um like paid by post okay. which if um if a creator has a paid by post page basically every time they post something exclusive for patreons yeah. the patrons will be charged oh, okay. so gotcha. they could post anywhere from one to ten times a month okay but the cool thing is being like a um a person pledging to them you can cap how many times you'll get charged yeah. oh that's so good if so it's like paid, i only want to pay 
and I'm just going to use you as an example. I only want to pay Bailey Bay $10 a month. So if you did it pay by post, once I hit that $10 cap, it's not going to keep charging my credit exactly. card. Okay. So that's exactly. And then I can decide, yeah. well, do I want to see that post or not right. and then pay the extra exactly. two bucks or whatever it is. That's awesome. Okay. And I've noticed um, not a lot of cosplayers do that one. I've noticed that one's basically for like um, – let's say like actual like um people who like run podcasts right, right. and they do a patreon they'll basically do that because they really only post like i guess um special episodes or something like that for the yeah. podcast mm-hmm. but like me like a cosplayer i'm literally posting on patreon every day yeah. right. i don't want someone to get charged every single day, day all year no right. yeah, yeah that's way too much um and you can also make your patreon account um like a monthly subscription Fortune base that's yeah cool. But you can also just choose to basically pledge like one time. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So that's also cool as well. Yeah. Um, it's just really all specific on the creator and what um they basically How have. How they kind of set up their page. Yeah. Okay. But it, it's really cool because like you can have different tiers and stuff like that. Um, and exclusive content, you know, better content, you know, yeah. whichever tier that you decide to pledge for. As I said, it's really, really flexible, and it's just awesome for, like, the creators to be able to get that financial support, as you said, yeah. because a lot of creators just fall to the wayside because, because they're they can't like, afford I'm it. running out of money, but it's sure. like if they had Patreon and they might have an extra 100 or $200 coming in a month, you know, that's exactly. a cosplayer, too. Right. So. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, no, that's it's definitely a lot of materials that you could use. Um, I mean, it's really awesome. Like, I, I love my Patreons. We, we have a lot of fun. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I was going to ask you this. Do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert or a mix of both? I'm definitely a mix of both. Because I I've, I've realized when I was t- when we've talked to different cosplayers in the last couple of years is some some cosplayers are super introverted, but when they put the cosplay on, something just switches in their Snaps. brain, yeah. and they're like they feel bigger than they are. They feel more confident. They feel like you know they can go out and talk to people, and you know like. But when they're out of cosplay, you know they're they're in a book reading or whatever. But like, do you feel like when you you know, because with the Patreon, it's a whole other world. Like, because you're you're interacting with fans in different ways and stuff like that. Do you feel like it's easier to like do stuff like that, or is it more of like once you're in that cosplay, you're like, I am just the you know queen of the world. Like, how do you feel like when you're, you know, doing all that? I'm I'm definitely really strange. Um, <laughs> well, we all are in our own ways. So, um, just just to put that lightly. Um, I honestly, I couldn't tell you if I'm okay. introverted or extroverted. Well, I would lean towards being more extroverted just because I do have an extensive background in theater. So I've always been on stage. I'm a voice performance major. Well, I could tell, first of all, that you are because you're, you're good on a mic. Because a, <laughs> well, a lot of people, like when we're doing, I always have to constantly adjust because they're like holding the mic way down here or it's like right here and I'm like. I have to keep tweaking you it. You gotta pick one. Yeah, <laughs> but you usually ha- you, your 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 voice carries into the mic, and that's I guess that helps with your theater background as well. So that's that makes my job Diaphragm, easier. Bro. <laughs> yeah, Diaphragm. it makes my job easier uh, when I'm editing the episode that you know you're consistent with your voice too, which is cool. But so that's neat because you have that background, which can help your performance, help you talk to people. Especially one thing we haven't really touched on is like sure, there's a lot of adult fans, like fans that love you know like the comic books and all that stuff. But you probably get a lot of kids too that come up and be, they just saw a movie and there's like oh my god. Look at, you know, look at your character. I will never forget. Um, Last, I think it was, I think it was February. It was the first convention I'd went to after Sci-Fi Bar 2, I believe. It was um, Lakeland, like, Fanboy Expo. Did you guys go to that? We did not, but I've heard of it. That was where I debuted my Black Widow cosplay. And there was this little kid, and he was with his mom, and he came up to me, like, freaking out. 
and thinking like I was like legitimately like Natasha and I was just like he's so adorable and like he had um, I don't even remember what it was I think it was like a t-shirt or something like that it's in one of my um convention vlogs actually on my YouTube channel and he had me sign it as Black Widow and like Natasha and I was just like you were the cutest thing ever like honestly I don't I don't really like kids like they kind of freak me out but like when they like come up to me like that I'm just like okay yeah that was kind of the story Carrie Marie told us when she did her Khaleesi cosplay, yeah. a bunch of girls came up to her and thought she was Elsa. Because it was when Khaleesi oh had the blue dress yeah. on. And, and it's like, so she just kind of rolled with it. And she's yeah. got these pictures of like all these little girls like taking pictures <laughs> with her because they thought she was Elsa. Because she got blonde hair. Yeah, you know, she's the in the dress. blue dress. Yeah. They think yeah. she's yeah. Elsa. That's really <laughs> funny. Like, okay. So she just ran with it. And, yeah. I mean, and you can't get mad at him because no. you, know, you, you just made that kid's day. <laughs> you yeah. did. They, sure they did. have no idea what's going on. Yeah. But I, um, it's also really, really cute. Um, when I was doing my Fluttershy um, cosplay photo shoot. really cool, by the way. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I work with a photographer. Her name's Yanni, um, but her photography is um, a Reku cosplay and uh, yeah. photography. Okay. She's really awesome. But we went to Hollis Gardens in Lakeland, and obviously I was Fluttershy, and there was a lot of kids there. And like all like the little girls were like, oh, my gosh, it's a pony. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, my gosh, you're so cute. Like, okay, we can take a picture. Well, it's interesting, too, to kind of see how fandoms have really blown up, too. Like, things that were in the 80s are now back, back. stronger than ever. It's really cool. Yeah. Like, you think of, like, when My Little Pony is, like, I, I love the show. I'm like, my son's a brony. Like he, he's seen every single episode, uh, and he's seven years old. He turned seven in March. Uh, he's seen all the episodes. My daughter watches it too. I, I think all of us watch it. My wife does too. But there's so many cool things with that show. Like like it, it's emotional. Like it tells you like it's it's for the whole family, and that's what's really neat. Before you know, when you think of My Little Pony, you think it's just like you know just for little kids. But now it's like they really have a lot of cool things they do with it and the voice acting is phenomenal and the and the way they do the art's amazing and, and then of course, you know, there's a whole Baroni community. You've had to have run into adult fans as well. Like fans yeah. are just like, Oh my gosh, that's Fluttershy. Yeah. I love Fluttershy. Yeah. Men and women, you know, like I think that's really cool. When I went to um Tampa Anime Day, um actually December thirty first um, as soon as I walked into the convention as Fluttershy, I was like bombarded by people. Fluttershy! And I'm just like, yes, it's me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Now, is that your favorite uh, pony? Yes. Usually everyone gravitates towards a certain pony. Uh, she's my favorite. She's so cute. <laughs> she's awesome. She's good with, uh, for those at home that don't know, she's, she's really good with uh, animals. She loves to talk to animals and stuff like that. Uh, I actually really love um, uh, Twilight Sparkle because she's like the, you know, like she people rely on her a lot and like she's you know trustworthy and and all that and she's a leader and that's kind of where i kind of gravitate towards my wife really uh loves fluttershy as well um my son uh he's big rainbow dash fan he just likes the how how like confident rainbow dash is and how energetic rainbow dash is and uh i don't know i think my daughter likes pinkie pie because she's so energy and like full of energy and just you know and she has a weird sounding voice which is yeah, really funny when i first like started watching the show like i had like a burning like absolute hatred for pinkie pie because i was just like will you she's shut annoying. up yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah she redeems herself though yeah no she does she's definitely like comedy relief at the times that you need it but yeah. fluttershy has always been my favorite i don't know and the fact that she has like a bunny as a pet who's like a total ass i think yeah. that's the greatest like angel is literally the worst pet imaginable but yeah, don't mind that that's like sprays. <laughs> <laughs> he'll spray you oh my gosh but um yeah yeah it's it's awesome uh it, it's just cool because like you know you know turtles are back uh transformers are back like you know you've got like the the comic book movies which uh, you know to be honest like a lot of the, i think comic book movies in general you know like the marvel movies the avengers and all that really put like the mainstream audience kind of put their eyeballs on the product because oh, yeah. unless you were really into comics or reading comic books every week it was like 
most people, the average audience didn't know who Black Widow was. The average audience didn't know, you Doctor know, Strange. Doctor Strange. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like now it's like the cool thing to be a nerd. And What's like, the best time to yeah. be a fan? Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know where you guys were like 20 years ago, but sure, come on, get yeah. on board. Yeah. <laughs> like I've got two or three people. I'm like their comic book contact. Like when they're like, okay, who's this person? Like. What when a movie do? comes yeah, out, they yeah. ask Deuce. They're like, okay, and I'm like, all right, well, it's this, this, and this, and you should go read this, this, and this if you want to, like, get a primer. So, like, Cor- Corey's uh, Gordon Gringo on Twitter, he's, like, one of the big ones. So it would be like, well, hey, like, I, he borrowed my old man Logan, and he read that to get ready for Logan, and he's like, I don't know anything about this doctor because I took him to Doctor Strange with me, and he's like, I don't know anything about Doctor Strange. I'm like, good. You're, you'll be fine. Yeah, like, trust me. My brother-in-law did the same thing. He yeah. sent me a message. He's like, "So, uh, what's the deal with the Doctor Strange?" I said, "Well, it's a movie coming out. It's by Marvel. What? I mean, Doctor. Uh, I don't know, Doctor. Uh, doc, um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, Cumberbatch is uh, you know, the lead and all. He goes, "Yeah, I know all that stuff." I said, "But what is he? Why does his hands look like that?" You know, what's his deal? What's the deal with, you know, Doctor Who? What is the doc- deal Doctor with Strange. Doctor Strange? Yeah, I'm going to call him Doctor Who. I don't know why. But uh, there's so many doctors in this. Uh, but no, uh, and I was like, yeah, you know, you know, he was a neurosurgeon and he, you know, he got an accident. He lost the ability to use his hands and all this stuff. And he learned like the ancient, you know, powers and all this stuff from different, you know, um, trainers and stuff like that. And then he kind of got into that world. Now he can ironically use his hands when he's using the magic and all this stuff. And so it, you know, it's an interesting story. Uh, and how Doctor Who keep on, I keep wanting to call him Doctor Who. I don't know why. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Sorry. Uh, Doctor Strange is kind of like he's been in the he's been in the Fantastic Four. He's been in you know like been all over the Marvel spectrum as well. He's in the a comic big, big character. Like he's he is. in the Illuminati. He is. In the Marvel yeah. Universe. He's all like, over. He's like one of the, the yeah. big big people. So it's nice to finally get him in. And I think he's actually going to have a cameo in uh, the new uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, which would be good. I'd so. hope so. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah, but I really do think it's awesome how like the characters, combo characters, are more like household names than they were oh, before. Yeah. Like Deadpool blew people away. Like people yeah. were like, yeah. I wasn't expecting much with Deadpool, you know. And then they go in, they're like, Oh my gosh, I was laughing my ass off the whole time. Well, there's talks yeah. that he might actually get the best picture nomination. Now I don't think he'll win, but there, there's the serious talks awesome. that he might actually get. Because he got nominated for Best Picture at the Gold Globes. That's true. And yep. he got nominated for Best Actor at Gold Globes. He didn't win either because he got fucking robbed. But um, <laughs> I don't think I've cursed that much in my TV in a yeah. very long time. Minus yeah. football yeah. Than, than that night. But, yeah, there, there's serious talks. That he but might that was get, a really – but what was so cool about Deadpool, and we talked about this before, go check out our Deadpool spoiler cast. Um, yeah. We did a full review of it. I just feel like it's it was such a departure from the other Marvel movies. Like it it didn't it wasn't like an origin story, even though there was origin elements. It wasn't like you know big team of people. But it was perfect. It was like, awesome. I yeah. I watched it again while I was sick, and that's probably like the fourth or fifth time I've watched it. Every time I watch it, it's good. Like it never. And Ryan gets Reynolds bad. is perfect. Yeah. I honestly I didn't think I was gonna like it like before seeing it. I thought yeah. okay, it's Deadpool. They're gonna try and make it too funny, too mm-hmm. relatable. Like I thought it was gonna be pretty cringy. Yeah. Right. Um. But no, like I laughed my ass off. That was, was a great awesome. movie. It was like pitch perfect. Like I mean, yeah. literally. Like and I, like I don't think it, you could have made that movie any other way. Yeah. yeah, and I think like I don't know. I I'm pretty sure I'm in like the unpopular opinion here because all my friends hated it. They're yeah. like, oh, it was so bad. And I'm just like, 
the fourth wall, like that oh, that man, was shattered. They, they did so so good. Like, yeah, that I love was so good. Yeah, like the very beginning, like it written by this asshole, and I'm like, oh my god, it's yeah. so funny, you know? Like they're breaking into the audience, and he's looking at you, and like his yeah. eye, and how I, expressive his eyes were, even though they were just white. Like, yeah, that was really. Neat. And I don't like comedy movies. Like I'm a super like horror like thriller fanatic. Okay, yeah. but yeah. Deadpool was like freaking awesome. I yeah. love that. I think it really knocked people's socks off, and I think you know now. Marvel, especially with the success of that and Guardians of the Galaxy, because you yeah. got to think too, Guardians of the Galaxy was like a wild horse, a dark horse film. No one really knew what it was. Yeah. The average audience had no idea who these characters were. Like, and I even comic book readers, there was a lot of was. I right. Think it was, like when you go into a comic book movie, there's like half the audience you're just gonna piss off. Like, right. You got to know that. Right. They're like, this isn't like the comic book. Yeah. And this yeah. is different. Someone's like, always gonna be mad. Right. They're gonna right. be mad. So half right. the comic book fans are gonna be sure. pissed off anyway. Yeah. The other half of the people, which is the people that never seen it before, are the ones that you really gotta grab. And I sure. think that was perfect because even people I know that are hardcore comic book fans knew like the base level sure. Guardians of the Galaxy. They didn't know like the deep cuts. So right. they made it easy because. It's brand new. And also, I think it was easy because that movie is great because you can show it to somebody without showing them all the other Marvel movies. Right. Like, yep. You exactly. can't show yep. somebody mm-hmm. Avengers without starting like an Iron Man 1 yep. and working yeah. your way it's up true. to it. It's true. Because they'll have no idea. They'll be like, okay, who's this? Yes. Why are they, Why doing, are they doing this? this? Right. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. But, like, because I had an ex and I showed her that and, like, she loved it. But I wouldn't have shown her, like, Avengers because we would have had to start Iron Man 1 and work all right. the way. And she just had no interest because well, she didn't really like superhero movies. But she enjoyed that. Well, I think that's what's so great about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is like it was it was it wasn't even really a comic book movie. It was like a space opera. Like yeah. it was like its own separate thing. You know, yeah. like you could watch it as a standalone viewing, movie. and then, and yeah. then it's like it had relatable characters. They did a great job of building them up because you have you have to do a lot of work in two hours. You know, you have to yeah. be able to tell you these characters exist. Why do they exist? Why do you love these characters? And Why should you, you care don't about have to them? Do it with one person, you had to do it with five. five, which is hard. Yeah, you know, with all the like egos. With Deadpool, you know? you've only got to tell the origin the of one, one person, yeah. but you got to tell five different characters' origin stories. And for the most people, you know, and Deuce made a good point. If it was just comic book readers, yeah, we, you know, going into the movies, you know, it wouldn't be making the money it's making because no, no offense to us comic book readers, but we're only maybe a small portion, we're a like fraction, ten percent. But the reason audience. like Avengers made two billion dollars was because everybody and their brother, everyone went and yeah. saw it, you know. Yeah. So like you're catering exactly. to everybody, not just the comic book readers. It's uh, basically a household name now. It is, yeah. yeah. This is awesome. But you know what else is becoming a household name is Eked and Geeked, um, which is going to be uh, March 16th to the 18th at the Bradenton Area Convention Center. So it's going to be really cool. But you're going to be there as well, Bailey Bay. Do you have cosplay? I mean, do you have cosplay? Do you have have a tattoo? (laughs) Yes, you have several cosplays. I I have have a few cosplay. (laughs) Yes. Do you have any ink on you? Uh, yes, I actually just recently got my 11th tattoo. The back of the neck? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And describe what it is for the people at home. Um, it's a crescent moon with, um, a few, like, little stars on the inside of it, and it's my favorite color, like, purple, That's awesome. How how was that experience getting ink the first time? Because everyone says it's empowering. That's her first time. She said she had a couple before. Oh, you had a couple before. That was my 11th. That was your 11th? Oh, I didn't (laughs) hear that part. I was about to say, bro. I'm sitting here like, (laughs) You're, like, 10 removed from the first. You have several. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that was my 11th one. Um. My first tattoo ever, I remember, um, it was pretty funny. My mom, she was, like, super against me getting tattoos as a child. Naturally, I think every parent is against their kid getting tattoos. Um, But I I was kind of an ass as a kid, and I was pretty headstrong. And my my mom basically knew that if she didn't take me to get it professionally done, I would find a way to get it done. She was just like, you know what? 
fine. She was like, you could be into, you know, drugs, doing all this other horrible stuff. You just want a tattoo? Fine. We'll go get it. Do it. Yeah. And um, I basically, I got a kanji symbol um, on the back of my right shoulder. And she took me to get that done. Um, I think I was, it was a week before I turned 16. And yeah, that's when you got to sign the waiver, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And actually, um, a lot of tattoo shops they wouldn't do it because oh, really? in oh. Florida, you um, you they they can choose to do it at fifteen with yeah. parental consent, but a lot of them won't do it until you're sixteen. Like yeah. baseline yeah. sixteen, you have to be sixteen. Yeah. But um, right. We did go to a tattoo shop. They would do it for me as long as she was there with me, I had it present. notarized, yeah. everything like yeah. that. Sure, so sure. Yeah. She took me a week before my sixteenth birthday to get my first tattoo. And I have, like, a huge fear of needles. Mm. Like, even if I have to have, like, a shot, like, yeah. to this day in the doctor's office, like, I have to, like, be coddled like a child while I cry because oh I goodness. hate getting yeah. shots. Yeah. Um, and he started doing the tattoo, like, on my shoulder, and I was just like, are you doing it? Like, I was, like, <laughs> freaking out. And he was like, yeah, I already started. What's your problem? And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, which has started, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my mom, she had never had a tattoo either. So she... She wasn't really any help. She was just like freaking <laughs> out too. Yeah, she she was she was pretty hysterical as well. She was like, "I don't know what to tell you. You wanted this," and I'm just like, "I know," but um, it actually wasn't bad at all. And then I ended up a few weeks later going and getting um another country symbol on my other shoulder, mm. and that was fine as well. Honestly, I could not even tell that I was getting a tattoo. That's awesome. Well, I guess it depends on the part of your body, and everyone's uh, body is different, like susceptible to different areas. Like I heard when you go over the bone, it's kind of difficult. Yeah, the rib cage. The rib bad. cage is supposed to be really tough. I have, yeah, both uh, both my sides are tattooed. Right. Um, yeah. I would have to say I have um, a big Slytherin tattoo on my right side. Oh, okay. And that one was kind of painful. Not the actual tattooing process, but the healing process, because I'm a side sleeper. Oh. And ah, okay. yeah, that just did not work well right. for like a few weeks. Yeah, my wife has a couple of tattoos. She got she has some kanji as well um, on her hip. And she said when it went right over the hip bone, she was like, ah. she felt definitely felt it. And of course, hers were colored in as well. Used different, you know, needles for the coloring. And then she got on the back of her left ear. She's got um, some really cool music notes because she's a music major. Um, you know, she sings and all that. So she's got like, uh, you know, some kanjis or not kanji, but music notes on the back of her left earlobe as well that she can cover up with her hair or pull up. You know, so people can see it. Now, some people, when they cosplay and they have tattoos, they just leave their tattoos on. Do you leave your tattoos exposed or do you cover them up when you cosplay? I don't choose to cover them up, but so far, they just are by the costume. Oh, okay. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think, honestly, my most revealing costume is definitely my Autumn Poison Ivy. Um, and I think you can see, like, a little bit of, like, my side tattoo. But, I mean, the wig covers up a good, like, two-thirds of my body. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so that's good. Yeah, yeah the, the hair on that one is, like, massive. Um, but, yeah, no, they, they just end up getting covered by the costume. Because they anyway. have, like, a special makeup you could wear, I think, that covers yeah. up for yeah. those at home that are wanting to, you know, cosplay that have ink. Well, they you do know. it for actors all the time. That sure. Oh, that's true. That's right. Yeah, so like, yeah. Dermablend and stuff yeah. like that's that. That's true, yeah. There's, like, actual, like, theatrical-grade makeup you can. But, I mean, I, I don't really choose to. I, I just if it, I if like it happens tattoos. to be there, it's there. Yeah. yeah, you're not. I mean, I got them for a reason. I like them. Sure. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. And and speaking of inked, you know, inked and geeked will yeah. be March 16th through the 18th. It's gonna be an awesome event. Amazing cosplayers, amazing artists. Uh, I mean, Maria Saber, Gothic Sushi. I mean, she's yeah. the one that helped put that thing together. And, and Sci-Fi Barto. And Sci-Fi Barto. You're gonna be at Sci-Fi Barto February 18th, which is gonna be amazing. Uh, 
anything else you want to tell the listening audience? Any other things that uh, people want, how they find you on the internet? Like, so you, you post, like, when you're going to be at a convention, you'll have, like, you'll tell people on there on your Facebook and all that, like, um, how people yeah. get updated. I've, I found it's really easy to actually make, like, events on Facebook oh, yeah. for, like, conventions that sure. I'll be attending. I really like that you do that because, yep. for me, it makes it so much easier because then I put, like, I'm interested or I'm going. And then, and then you'll then get reminders and stuff. It gets reminders on my phone. And yeah, you do get the like, updates. Hey, and if you yeah. have your uh, – some calendars sync up with it too. Like, yeah. you can have that option. Like, my phone will sync up to Facebook, so all yeah. the my events will go onto my calendar yeah. on my phone, which is really cool. So Exactly. Way, and you're if reminded. also, like, if anything changes, like, for the event or yeah. something like that, you know, the person whoever posted the event you can post in your event group and yeah. everyone that's interested in it or yeah. is like RSVP'd to it sure. they'll get the notification too um, I used to just like post statuses like hey I'll be here blah 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 and then I noticed that no one saw that because right. once again you literally have to pay Facebook in order to get any of your posts seen sure yeah. Even if people like your page, they still won't see it unless right. it's unless you sponsor it. Um, sure. So I've noticed that it's a lot easier to make event pages. Um, you can go on my Facebook, as I said, facebook.com uh, slash Bailey Bay Cosplay. You can just search Bailey Bay Cosplay, um, and you can see all the events I'll be at. Um, also, my print um, store is linked on that as well as Patreon, Twitter, all my stuff. So definitely go on there and, and give her the support and show her the love and go see her at these amazing events. Like I said, Deuce and I will be there as well. Well, Deuce will be yeah, at we'll both, do events. Yep. both events. Yep. So go check here. us out. Go check out our amazing friends. Uh, and um, yeah, tell them the happy hour Johnny Deuce sent you. Yep. And, and uh, you can find us yep. at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. Also, you can find all of our past episodes at soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. Also, you can hit us up on the Twitter machine at HH Podcast Show. Also, send us your questions to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com to ask the buck. Buck, the mega buck from Retro Game Treasure is going to be coming on again real soon. So if you got any retro game questions you want to ask, just send them to us and put in the subject line, ask the buck. And, of course, when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag Happy, happy Hour Podcast. podcast. Hashtag HH, HH podcast, podcast Show. And hashtag Deuces, Deuces on, on the, the loose. loose. Later. Thank you so much, Bailey Vay, for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye.